Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today we've got a crazy entitled parent story of a mother-in-law crossing a line. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, entitled mom calls me an S-word, but I'm the nanny. This happened a few weeks ago, and I ran into someone earlier today that brought up the story, so I figured I'd share it. So, small info about me, I'm a 23-year-old female, though I'm 5 foot 1 inch, people say I look like I'm 16, which becomes relevant later, and one of the three jobs I work is as a nanny. They call me Mrs. My First Name, I'll just use E. The family I work for is a family of nine, two parents and seven kids. Yes, you heard that right, seven kids. And all from the same parents and one marriage. The oldest three are boys, ages 14, 12 and 10. They're not part of the story, but just stating ages. The youngest four are a boy named S, six years old, a girl named B, four years old, a boy named A, two and a half, and the youngest girl named D, eight months old. These are the kids involved. Now, all of these kids are homeschooled, and I watch them when mom teaches the oldest, and I take them out so they can socialize with others and, you know, talk with other human beings. A lot of those places have homeschool activities for other homeschooled kids. One place I take them in their town is a place that's like a giant kids play museum, two floors and multiple rooms with different themes like a vet and a bank, etc. Here is where our story takes place. Now on to the story. One day, mom was taking the older boys on a field trip to somewhere, I don't know where, and I took the four little ones to the kitty place so they could get out. I have the four youngest and when I get there, I say hi to the worker I know, we go every week, he knows us by name, and say hi to a few other moms who know me. While the kids play in the open area, I'm chatting with the moms and they're cooing over the youngest, D, eight months old. I see B, the four-year-old girl, playing with a girl I didn't recognize, so I assumed she was a new member. Small detail for this place, you have to have a membership to be there on certain days. It's open to all for a few on other days. We tend to go on membership days. B asks if it's okay to go and play with her on another section. I look over and the little girl is talking with two women, one I assume was her mother, and the other the grandmother based on age. I make eye contact with the younger woman, who was actually sweet, I'll call her NM for nice mom. I nodded and she did back, so I let her go play. At that time, the boys were playing with each other in the room next to me, and the baby was fussing, so I sat down closer to them, knowing B was in a room with other kids and parents. About five or so minutes later, B runs up to me and I ask her where her friend is. She said she couldn't play anymore. I was confused because I saw her playing with other kids. Then B said something that threw me for a loop. Mrs. E, what's a slot? I instantly turned my head so hard and looked shocked and briefly thought I had an aneurysm. I said, I'm sorry, B, what did you say? She repeated the question. I said, B, where did you hear that word? She points over to the nice mom and the grandmother, who I'll now call EM for entitled mom. She said, that lady said it when I was playing with nice girl. She said, what a slot. Now, I didn't know based on the way she said it she was talking about me or someone else. I just told B, don't say that word and to go play with her brothers. 
She smiled and ran off. Because I'm a snoopy person, I grabbed the diaper bag and walked towards the entitled mother and nice mom. I stayed close so I could hear them, but pretended I didn't really notice and started pretending to buy food at a grocery store. I then heard the entitled woman say quietly, not that quiet, to the nice mom, oh my god, that girl has three kids and a baby at that age? How old was she when she started? Yep, definitely talking about me now. She had to be the S word of the school she went to. That's why I homeschooled you and you should homeschool nice kid. I don't want that to be her future too. I was in shock. Now, I've been asked by other moms or dads here if I'm the mom to them, which I get I'm here with the kids, I could be mom, but most laugh it off when I say I'm the nanny. I could have just corrected her and confronted her right away, but I've been reading Reddit too much to not just be a bit petty. For the next hour or so, I slightly follow the entitled mother and nice mom around. It's a small area, but still, when she went upstairs, we did too. I made sure to again keep my distance, so she didn't know I was listening. I keep playing with my kids but was still keeping an ear to them. Now, I can't remember all of them and I can't say this is word for word, but essentially comments I heard were, Do you think they all have the same dad? Probably not. How old was she when she had the first one? 14? She must be on government help. No way she can take care of them on her own. She probably doesn't even have a job. Who the freak was this lady to think anything like that about me? Now I know I'm not the mom, but I work three jobs to support myself. I'm a nanny, an autism therapist, and a cashier at night to put myself through online school and pay my rent. I had to briefly walk away after a while because I was getting emotional. My kids came to me and asked if I was okay, and one of the other moms I knew did too. The kids hugged me and ran off. The other mom came up to me, one I knew I'll call her Jane. Jane said, Hey, I take it you heard what she said about you? I nodded. She said, yeah, it's hard not to. Does she think we don't hear her? We're going to say something to her if it's alright with you. We don't want to embarrass you. I told her, no, don't, I'll take care of it. I looked at my watch and smiled. I had a plan. I called out to my kids, 10 minutes and we're leaving you guys. I look at Jane and she looks confused and then smiles. I see the entitled mom and nice mom go downstairs and I smile wider and tell the kids, let's go downstairs for the last few minutes. I see Jane walk to the other parents and I see them all try not to laugh. After the 10 minutes I call my kids, it's time to go. Now we have a routine we do when we leave an area like this. It's their mom's thing but I encourage it. When we all leave, we all say thank you to the workers and the kids then say thank you to me for bringing them. You see where this is going right? I make sure I'm an eyeline of the entitled mother when all three of them come up around me when I call for them. Some of the other kids come to say goodbye. I clap my hands and say, okay kids, what do we say? All three take a deep breath and yell, thank you workers for letting us play and thank you Mrs. E for taking us today. I look up at entitled mother. She's pale white with her mouth hanging open. I look down, tell the kids to go to the cubbies and get your shoes and jackets. Then I walk to entitled mother. I didn't know what I was going to say till I said it, but God was I proud. I said, you know, before you assume someone's the high school S-word, maybe you should ask if she's really the mom. I'm the nanny to the four lovely kids who come from a hard-working, God-loving family. Who, by the way, all have the same parents and don't get government assistance. They treat me like family, and I love them as if they were my own siblings, and I don't appreciate you talking about them or me in any negative way when you don't know anything about us. 
I was calm in my long statement. No yelling, no raised voices. I wasn't even stern. I was matter-of-fact and kept a soft voice I used when I told the kids something. She just stuttered and didn't really say anything. As I walked away, I picked up Dee's hand and said, Say bye to the Karen, sweetie. I grabbed my kids' hands and walked away. I heard nice mom start saying something to Entitled Mother, but I didn't care. As I walked out, the guy who worked there high-fived me and said, See you next week. The kid's mom loved this story when I came home. She laughed so hard. She did ask if I was okay and if I did have hurt feelings or something, but I just said no, I'm okay. She gave me some extra money in my paycheck that week. Today, I again took the kids to the kitty place, and guess who was there? Nice mom. Guess who wasn't there? Entitled mom. As we came in, nice kids saw B and instantly ran to her and they started playing and the boys went to the cars. Nice mom then came over sheepishly to me and we started talking. She told me how sorry she was for her mom and she definitely didn't feel the same way. She tried to get her mom to leave it alone and stop talking, but she didn't. I guess Entitled Mother really wanted Nice Mom to homeschool her daughter like she was, but Nice Mom didn't want to because she had another job she loved. They'd been having this discussion when we came in that day. And I guess she took it out on me? I don't know. Nice Mom said again how sorry she was and that now Entitled Mother wasn't allowed to come to the kitty place because several of the other parents complained about her, so she wasn't allowed back. And I guess this was a final straw for the mom, and while she didn't cut contact completely, she is on limited contact now, and can't see her granddaughter on her own anymore. Gotta love karma, karma, karma. Me and the nice mom exchanged numbers, and are planning on getting the girls together for a playdate. I would love to know what she'd say if she knew I was around her granddaughter, and my kid was her new best friend. If I have another run-in with her, I'll update. That's my story, hope it was entertaining, and just know you don't have to take flack from anyone about anything. Stand up for yourself, cause sometimes that's the only one who will. Shoot, I think just having the kids that well behaved is enough of a slap in the face to that entitled mother. You know, they go around probably accusing you of sleeping around and being the high school S word and whatnot. Just having that wholesome and great level of control with the kids is fantastic. But yeah, it's so satisfying to make her eat crow like that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of these entitled parent stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, For years, my mother had been insulting and spreading lies about me, my girlfriend, and her family, and now she expects us to apologize to her. Just to let you know a little about my mother, she always told me and my brother that love is not unconditional that it must be earned. When we were kids, she barely let us hug or kiss her, saying that disgusted her and that it's a false and hypocrite way to show love, that the correct way to show we loved her was through respect and obedience. She would smash the door and windows of our room on a Saturday or Sunday at 7am, upset at us because she expected us already being awake and cleaning the house. About school and grades, she always told us that excellence is the bare minimum you owe me. Getting a 10 equals, and you want a reward? That's your obligation. You don't deserve a reward for giving the bare minimum. Getting a 9 equals, why is it not a 10? Getting an 8 is mediocre. Getting a 7 or below is punishment. She would always tell us to stop acting like a child. You're almost an adult and you must behave like one instead of running and playing and embarrassing me. She started to say this to us since I was seven. 
and my favorite whenever me or my brother were upset with her or her rules or punishments because she loved to punish both of us at the same time even if one of us didn't do anything and was totally innocent she didn't care she gladly would say to us you don't like it well the door is way big and wide open you can go go away and live on the streets but you can't take anything not even your clothes because it's all mine your clothes your toys your bed i bought everything you have nothing you're free to go but in the exact same way you came into this world with nothing i was four the first time she told me that I could go on and on for hours, but I'm sure now you can have an idea of what I've been dealing with. So, lots of years after childhood, I was finishing college. I moved from my hometown to study and have better opportunities. My mother had already had plans for me. She wanted me to move back at home, found a job with help of her friends, and started a business at her house. Me on the other side didn't want to do that. I wanted to stay here, find a job, and be with my girlfriend. I was happy here and had a very good chance to build my own life here. My mom didn't like it at all, and for weeks she would say multiple times how I was wasting years and opportunities for not doing what she said. One year after I decided to stay, she convinced my dad to buy another house. When they got it, she started to say to me, and everyone who would listen to her, that she bought it for me, so I could live and work from there. Since then, she kept repeating to me and everyone how I rejected it and again I waste every opportunity she gave me. After she realized I was doing good here, she changed her ways and started to say that my girlfriend was manipulating me because if I was working then I should be able to visit them at least 15 days on every moment she said. I'm sure everyone with a job knows this is BS. No one can take off half a month every time they want. Also it's a 14 hour trip. Whenever I told her that wasn't possible, she would start a tantrum about how my girlfriend is controlling and isolating me, and when I tried to say that it wasn't true, she would start saying to me to prove it by telling her how much I earned. She wanted to know exactly how much money I earned, and on multiple times even suggested giving it to her, and that she would save it and manage it for me. Whenever I told her no to that, she would always say, I'm not asking because I'm going to ask you for money. I just know best and want to help you. I'm doing you a favor. Don't you trust me? Every time I said no, she would start playing victim and blame me and my girlfriend for wasting all the opportunities she gave me. I endured this for years, and with time I started to get into low contact with her. Just the necessary to not start another drama because I don't talk to her. Meanwhile, she began to include my girlfriend's mom into her BS, saying that she exploits me and takes away my money, all while my girlfriend manipulates me and has me locked. Every time I confronted her and... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Asked her to stop, she would act offended and start to say, "She's brutally honest and she always says the truth." and no one can tell her what she can say or not, and she would always say her thoughts in the exact way she thought. This kept going until we hit a breaking point. At the beginning of last December, I was after a new job, a very good opportunity that unfortunately I didn't get. That put me and my girlfriend in a rough spot, and again my mother offered me to come back home, with the promise that everything would be solved the moment I got back that I could find a good job faster and easier there and that I could live in her house. I felt tempted to accept her offer, even talked to my girlfriend about it, but in the end, I decided to stay. Moving back to my hometown wouldn't solve anything. That would only carry more troubles. Fortunately, I was able to find a job a couple of weeks after. Not exactly like the one I was looking for before, but it was good and with chances of growing. My mother didn't take it well at all. She was mad at me when I called her to tell her the good news. She wasn't happy at all and started to scold me, saying how I always waste all the opportunities and chances she gives me, how I disappoint her, that my new job would exploit me, that it would put a test on my character and I would fail because I'm weak and everyone there would step over me. Beautiful words from a mother to her son, isn't it? I started working at the second half of December and it was good. Then my mother called, demanding me to come to her home for Christmas, and getting mad when I told her I couldn't because I had to work. She started a tantrum about how I don't love them because I don't go to visit them for a long time, and all because I'm selfish, a doormat, and my girlfriend and her family manipulates me, controls me, and doesn't let me visit them. All of that stupid and false accusations that multiple times I told her to stop. And when I told her again that I didn't want to go to her house because it was a 14-hour bus trip during COVID and because my asthma, I couldn't take that risk, she started telling me I was being ridiculous, an idiot, and exaggerating. That COVID wasn't that important. That the president, yes, she loves and believes anything the freaking Viajito says, never even used masks and always said COVID was under control, blah, blah, blah. A few days later, she and my dad traveled here for New Year's Eve. As soon as they arrived, they demanded me to visit them on my uncle's house. But in her words, not a five minute visit as you always do. Another lie, when they come home, I visit them for two to three hours. I want you to stay here all day from breakfast to dinner. I gently tried to explain to her that it wasn't possible. I had to work. She didn't like it. The most I could do was skip my lunchtime to visit them time she used to scold me again about everything, but things went worse on December 31st. My uncle and them organized a religious ceremony that morning, and my mother ordered me to go. When I told her it wasn't possible because of my job, she just couldn't understand. She got mad, and after that, she demanded me to come to the dinner, spend all night there, and stay there until the morning. I had enough and said no, I couldn't and didn't want to do that. I went to work that day, came back to my place and stayed with my girlfriend, had an amazing night with her and her family. The next day I stayed at home as we slept too late last night. I woke up around 12pm. 
January 2nd, I went to my uncle's home to visit my parents and all heck broke loose. Mom started with the usual speech about me being horrible, a disappointment that I don't love them. Then she started with how she kept giving chances to do things the right way, but I just don't obey her. That she couldn't understand why I choose to not do what she says. Then she started attacking my girlfriend and her family, saying this is all their fault, that they exploit me, take my money, have me trapped and controlled, and is because her manipulation that I didn't go back to her to live in the house she bought and find a job near them. I stopped her, I was upset at that point, and told her for the thousandth time she was wrong and she can't say those things about her. She said, well, the truth hurts, doesn't it? If you're uncomfortable with what I'm saying, I told her to stop, but she kept on, saying that not showing the day that she ordered was a sign of disrespect for me and not forcing me to come was your girlfriend's way to show me she doesn't respect me. I told her to stop, that I had enough and won't allow her to keep saying all this crap about her. She told me, you are no one to forbid me anything and I'm going to say everything I want because I'm right. I'm always right and always going to say things the way they are. I had enough and left her with her tantrum. My dad only said that he was disappointed and disgusted at me, that I showed him how I don't feel love or respect to them, and that I just don't want to obey, so he won't care about me anymore. I avoided them for the rest of the time they stayed, until they went back to their home. Things were tense, but I believed everything was over, but no. While I was working, my uncle came to my girlfriend's house. He went with the intention of confronting them and showing them the truth to their faces. He accused my girlfriend and her mother about everything my mother told him. That they controlled me, manipulated me, exploited me, robbed me. That I was trapped and that they were the reason I didn't take all the opportunities my mother gave me. When I knew, I was beyond furious. My girlfriend and her family had done nothing to her. All the contrary, they had always cared about my parents asking when they would come to visit them, giving them presents, never had a bad word for them, always asking about how they are. And now my mother had been spreading her BS to all the family, bringing her lies and drama to their home. I had enough. I called her. Now it was my turn. I let go every single thing I had to say. I was putting an end to all her crap. Multiple times she tried to shut me up, telling me things like, I'm your mother, you can't talk to me that way. Remember who you're talking to, you have no right to talk to me that way. Even yelling at the phone just to not let me talk, but I didn't let her have it. And, what do you want, that I apologize, she said. Yes, I yelled at her, just to begin with. She started laughing at the phone, but not like laughing like I said something funny. A fake laugh with the only intention to upset me mocking me like if she was saying I'm an idiot for asking that. The kind of laugh someone would use to humiliate. She told me that it was all my and my girlfriend's fault, that because of her and her manipulation, I didn't move back as she ordered me, didn't live where she ordered me, worked where she wanted me to and do what she said to me, that she is now going to wait for me, her and her family to apologize to her and ask for my mom's forgiveness. I told her she was not the victim, and she was being ridiculous. She got mad about that and acted insulted. I told her that I was done. I'm tired of her. She insulted me, my girlfriend, and her family for the last time, and I want her to take back everything she had said and apologize. She said that she would never do that, and I'm an idiot for believing she would even think about that. So, 
I told her I won't talk to them again until she stops her crap and apologize. I ended the call. After that, my dad sent me a text saying how disappointed he was and that he was done with me. That I showed them that I don't love them and I'm not loyal to my family, so he was done. It's been almost three months after I cut contact with them. All the fights, the drama, are gone. The tantrums, the scolding, the drama are over. I've been doing great at my job, with my girlfriend, everything. My brother had called me a couple of times. He understands me, but he kept saying that it's not a big deal, I know how her mother is. She says crap about his couple too and it's normal. And he asked me to fix things with her and come here for a week at least and do what she says so everything can be normal again. But I told him I'm not going to do that. Our mother is still angry as heck and because my brother's near her, she now focuses all the drama, scolding and fights to him and he's desperate to take her off of him. So that's it. For years, she's been telling crap about me and my girlfriend, and now, after spreading her lies to the family, she expects us to apologize to her. Meanwhile, she's taking out her frustration on my brother and his girlfriend. Well, I certainly feel bad for OP's brother and their girlfriend because, man, you can actually quantify how awful that must be for the brother. I mean, just think about OP and how much relief they have no longer being bothered by these parents and then flip it and imagine you're the one getting all of that grief. That just sucks and I think OP did clearly the right thing cutting them off. Live your life and don't let some egg donor beat you down and make you feel like crap because you don't give your life to them. Our next story is the day my mother-in-law crossed the line. So this week for me was a very hard week and a very anger-induced week. I, 30, male, and my wife, 24, female, have been trying to have another child. We have one little four-year-old girl and are now awaiting to see if my wife's pregnant again. So far, all the signs are there. On Monday, there was a protest action in South Africa about our electricity being in load shedding, where they turn off the power in areas for a few hours to help lift the strain on the power grid, which is just BS. So with this protest action, I went home after work, and my mother-in-law said that the protest action is just a pain, and she doesn't understand it. Side note, I hate being interrupted or cut off in conversations. I find it very rude and disrespectful. Here's the convo between me and mother-in-law. Mother-in-law said, how was the road? Any problems? I said, no, nothing. But I think they might just be getting ready for a bigger protest action and... Mother-in-law cutting me off said, Oh, that's good. I think this protest action might get worse. I said, Please let me finish what I was saying. As I wanted to say, this protest action might just be the beginning. Last year's action was the same as this year and mother-in-law cutting me off again said, No, I don't think so. They're doing it wrong. Me getting irritated. As I said, it might get worse. All the risks are there and all of the signs are there as well. I tried to calculate it and... Mother-in-law cutting me off again said no one can calculate the whole thing. Me getting very pissed off said, please stop interrupting me. I do risk analyzing for a living, you know. As I tried to say, this might get worse. They might be targeting the lower income places first to get more people to join them and then take this protest action to the next level, hence why I'm working from home next week. Our CEO believes that mother-in-law cutting me off Oh, he thinks it'll get worse as well? But that's your job to analyze these. Me cutting mother-in-law off. This conversation is over. It's at that time I turned around and walked away. My wife just glared at her mother. 
The next day I was off from work and had a peaceful day till my sister-in-law came and visited. This is where the baby talk came in. I was busy playing on my phone and replying to emails when they asked me a question I didn't hear, so my wife got my attention by lightly tapping my foot. This is her way of saying, hey, please pay quick attention here. I looked up from my phone and asked, hi, yes, what did I miss? Sister-in-law said, so what's your plan with wife during her pregnancy? I said, well, I'm going to try and pamper her as much as possible, helping more around the house and mother-in-law cutting me off. Why, don't you pamper her enough? I said, let me finish talking. As I was saying, of course, knowing wife, she'll do a lot of the things around the house as per normal, but I'm going to try and... Sister-in-law cutting me off. Wait, you just said that you're going to try and take over? That's really just not right. You're going too soft for a man. Me, now irritated, said, This conversation is done, thank you. Sister-in-law doing a temper tantrum said, Well, I'll be going home then. Bye. Mother-in-law said, OP, that was rude. Me, now very pissed off, said, Rude? Says the person that keeps cutting me off the whole time, even after repeating myself to have it stopped. So the person to blame here is you, mother-in-law, for your own actions that have caused this to happen. You keep trying to be a smart butt about everything, being rude, disrespectful, and always trying to stick your nose where it doesn't belong. And for that, mother-in-law cutting me off and very pissed off, don't you dare blame me, how dare you do that? Me very pissed off, you just did it again, this conversation is done. I turned around and just walked off. Later that day, both my wife and sister-in-law, after being explained why I snapped, took my side and just went off on mother-in-law. Heck, even my father-in-law took my side. Mother-in-law did eventually apologize, but too little too late, I think. This is actually very interesting because I remember reading somewhere people had a discussion about how when you watch movies or TV and you see like a really good argument scene where they go back and forth, you realize that in almost every one, they allow each other to get the full sentence out. When in real life, if you're having an argument, very often it turns into just a shouting match where one party tries to shout over the other or get their point in first. I think it goes without saying though, not being able to say your entire thought process and being able to say what you want to say without being interrupted sucks. It's incredibly frustrating, especially when it happens over and over. But with that being said, see what I did there? That's all the frustrating Entitled Parents time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Entitled Parents story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.